When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What about you changed during that Wrecking Ball tour? Why, why do you think you went from being a casual fan to a passionate fan? Is there one thing that you think uh, helped you to make that change? I think that when you're a teenager, you're always trying to find your identity, like who you are, um, where do you belong? Um I didn't like the music that my friends were listening at school. I, I didn't really think I, I fit there. Um, and when I think it was like a really uh, precise moment that I remember that it was the 18th of May of 2012. It was the second show in, in Barcelona of the Wrecking Ball Tour. And I remember listening to a song. I was captured, absolutely captured in the moment. I didn't know which song was at the moment. But I remember that just like tears falling off my cheeks, that I really connected with that song, those lyrics, that meaning in life. I went home crazy looking for that song. <laughs> I played all the albums to find that particular song. And when I found it, I just like started to um go more in depth and in depth and in depth to find that song. That particular song was Racing in the Street. Um It just uh, resonated in me. I can explain why, but I just um I just felt it that I, I was really, really connected to those um stories and that music and that spirit. And and of course, when I was um like I live in in a town in Barcelona, we speak Catalan and Spanish. English is not my uh, mother tongue or anything. So it was in the year that I was uh, starting to learn more English. I could understand more the lyrics. I could understand more uh, his history uh, because I always think it's easier to connect with the main language rather than translations of the of the songs. Uh, so for me, it was just a compilation of things, just trying to find my identity, a particular song that spoke to me and and just understanding more and more what what Bruce could offer me and how could he help me. Like he he gave me a reason to believe. He gave me a reason to to find a, a bond with my family. Those teenage years that you feel that you are disconnected from everything. I I felt that bond with my family. I found that bond with myself. Um, so it was like the perfect thing to discover in the perfect time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. Joining me uh, in a timey-wimey episode, it's my morning, her afternoon, evening? Afternoon, right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Margarita? Is that yes. the correct? Yes. So Margarita, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Really excited to be here. Good. Tell us a little about yourself. 
Well, I'm 25 years old. I'm from Barcelona. So we are chatting across the <laughs> overseas. <laughs> um, I, I work on advertising and my main passion in life is, is Bruce. So I'm really excited to be here to talk about him. Uh, we are only, uh, six days away from the start of the European tour. So the excitement is, is over the hills around here. Um, so yeah, it's the, it's the perfect time to have this conversation together. Yeah, um, I'm going to get to uh, in a little bit about it, but um, how many shows have you seen of the tour yet so far? I haven't been to any uh, shows. Okay, of so you tour. didn't go to US. So, yeah, no. right. so how many tickets do you have in Europe? Uh, we have in Europe uh, five tickets. Okay. We're going to go to the two shows in Barcelona. Um, then we're going to go to Rome, and then we're going to go to the two shows in Oslo in Norway. Awesome. That sounds great. I can't, this will be so much fun. Um, all right. So Margarita, I always like to start at the beginning. So tell me, where did you grow up and what kind of music did your family listen to? Well, I grew up in a small uh, village in the outskirts of Barcelona. Um, we're always used to uh, go on some road trips during the summer, during the summer holidays with my family. It was always grabbing the car and traveling around Spain. Um, and I have like vivid memories of just listening to the rising. I was born in 1970, uh, in 1997. So, uh, the rising, it's like the first Bruce album that I have resonating in, in my memories. Uh, it was always Bruce in the car. I, I didn't have Disney songs on, on our car. <laughs> there was always Bruce there. Um, uh, my mom and dad, uh, loved him. We, of course, uh, had some Spanish artists as well, uh, on our, on our car ringing the, the songs of the, of the moment. But it was, it was mainly Bruce. I'm not going to lie. I grew up listening to, to him, uh, in endless, um, road trips in, in our car. You know, the question I usually ask is, when did you first discover Bruce and what about him spoke to you? But these, when I have a second or third generation fan, it is the idea that, um, you know, you, he's just always been there. It's like yeah. asking, when did you first discover like a television or when did you first discover, right? Like, did your parents like to have coffee or tea in the morning? It's just always been there, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Well, the first memory I have of Bruce, it's, uh, in 2002, they recorded the Barcelona show, um, mm -hmm. the rising tour and they streamed it live on TV. Um, so it was, uh, my mom and dad went there. I've always been angry with them uh, for not taking my sister and I to that show. Um, but we were like too little. I was like four or five years, so I right. couldn't be. There. Um, but I remember watching that show on TV, um, watching like the, the newspaper cover the next morning and seeing that sweaty man on top of a piano and, that that image, that um spirit of rock and roll really captured my my attention. But my mom and dad weren't the first ones in the family. The first one was my uncle, actually, the little brother of my mom. Uh he was the one that in the the Riverboy in the U the USA era started listening to Bruce in the radio. Who's that guy? Let's buy some um music about him. And my mom used to buy him the mu the the CDs, the vinyls, the um, all the, in the record store because he couldn't afford them. He was, uh, he was smaller than her. So she was the provider of the music, even though she didn't like him that much. And just by sharing house together, my mom started to like him. Then my dad came along and then my sister and I came along and, and, um, the religion, uh, followed. 
did uh, when you go this summer, um, who's all going to the shows with you? Uh, we're going, um, my mom, my dad, my sister and I, we're the essentials. We always go together to shows. If we can go, the four of us, we don't go. Um, in Barcelona, we'll also be joining uh, our uncle and uh, my auntie. And this tour, I'm really excited because my boyfriend will be joining us as well. Um, it's the first tour for him. He, uh, we hadn't been together in the previous uh, tours. So he's going to be with us in Barcelona and in Rome. And he's really excited because it, it would be like a family gathering event where everything just fits together and 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 falls together. So uh, it's just a family event for us. Of course, we have a lot of friends that we want to see, catch up after so long. Uh, friends from um, Sweden, the UK, they are they are coming as well. So we're having a big reunion. But for us, Bruce Springsteen Shows is a family event. Um, my mom, my dad, my sister and I were always there together. We don't go, um, maybe I, I never thinking about going to a Bruce show alone without them. It's something that we have to do together. Um, and now also like my boyfriend joining. So the, the family is, is expanding and, and growing that love for Bruce. When you started dating your boyfriend, did you explain to him that you had, he had to share you with Bruce? <laughs> that's the first thing like the first day uh conversation um he of course knew that we um i let him know this that this passion that it's not just that we love his music it's that we our life is surrounded by him our um we have so much uh of bruce around our our home is bruce decorated our conversations are bruce themed um our holidays are based on the tour uh so uh we live and evolve around him um he knew him before us but he didn't like really understand uh the artist or the music but now he's just uh, i think it's he's more excited than us even to to go to the show to discover and and we're really happy to to share this um, like history and love that we have with another person and to be able to, to also um, share this with him. So he's aware that we go a little bit crazy when, when the show starts. So it will be a really beautiful experience. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. 
Hey folks, Stephanie Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report. And you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. You know, what I love, Arita, is the idea that it's not just his music, that it it is a family celebration. The idea, I mean, like we joke here that um, if my wife and I are watching a TV show together, you know, we'll say, now, don't cheat on me. You can't watch this ahead of the time, right? So I love the fact that you're like, no, like, well, I have a ticket to go. Nope. If, nope. if you don't have four tickets, you don't have a ticket. One ticket is not enough. Absolutely. That thing actually happened to us. We're planning to also go to Munich uh, for this mm-hmm. tour. But uh, when the tickets went on sale, we only um, could uh, buy one because it was like the website went yeah. crazy. And we could only buy one. And when we went to buy four more that were unavailable, so we're like, okay, we're not going to Munich. No one is going to Munich. And we're going to sell this ticket for the fair price that we bought it. Um, and, and we won't go there. So uh, it's just something that we we don't question that. Um, we have to go there together because for us, it's um, like a spiritual moment of of sharing and feeling and also like the memories that we create on those trips on those shows it's something that we really carry with us for the um, for a really long time we like the last tour was in 2016 for us uh the last european tour it's been a, a long long time without bruce but the memories that we created and the shows that we shared is that what has been um carrying us on uh during those those years when was your first live show my first last, uh, live show was with the Seizure Session Band in 2006 in Barcelona. It was, uh, I think the 20th of October. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it was with the Seizure Session Band. It was weird because my first show wasn't with, uh, Fully Street Band. Um, but it was the, I was nine by that time. So I, I was too little for the rising tour. Davis and Dice didn't came to, didn't come to Barcelona. Uh, the Seizure was the first one that we, my sister and I both had uh, like an interesting gauge that our parents thought it would be nice for us to introduce us to the to the live shows. And then we went to the Magic Tour. And of course, the Wrecking Ball Tour was the dividing line. That's when everything went crazy. We started traveling. We started um, this this uh, experiencing more in depth the, the, the live shows. Is, is the Wrecking Ball the reason that changed is you both were old enough now that you could travel more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, for the Wrecking Ball tour, I was 14. My sister was 16. Uh, we're like 
really conscious about uh, his music, his lyrics. Um, uh, I always say that for me, the Wrecking Ball tour was the line that divided what it was like a family tradition, that Bruce was family tradition. But for me, that tour is what turned Bruce for me to a teenage obsession. I would come home from school um, and read books, watch to live to videos on the internet, to listen to songs. Uh, all the presents I received during those years were Bruce books. I have like this enormous collection of all I could hear about him. So I started to um, live and understand and, and read and, and fall in love, no, with this um, with this legacy that he has been building for us. And and of course, we were a little bit older and we started to define family holidays with Bruce Tour. So we're always trying to match a bank holiday or summer vacation with with a concert to to make it even better. I think it's because what about you changed during that Wrecking Ball tour? Why, why do you think you went from being a casual fan to a passionate fan. Is there one thing that you think uh, helped you to make that change? I think that when you're a teenager, you're always trying to find your identity, like who you are, um, where do you belong? Um, I didn't like the music that my friends were listening at school. I, I didn't really think I, I fit there. Um, and when I think it was like a really... Uh, precise moment that I remember that it was the 18th of May of 2012. It was the second show in, in Barcelona of the Wrecking Ball Tour. And I remember listening to a song. I was captured, absolutely captured in the moment. I didn't know which song was at the moment, but I remember that just like tears falling off my cheeks, that I really connected with that song, those lyrics, that meaning in life. I went home crazy looking for that song. <laughs> I played all the albums to find that particular song. And when I found it, I just like started to um, go more in depth and in depth and in depth to find that song. That particular song was Racing in the Street. Um, it just uh, resonated in me. I can't explain why, but I just um, I just felt it that I, I was really, really connected to those um, stories and that music and that spirit. And, and of course, when I was, um, like, I live in, in a town in Barcelona. We speak Catalan and Spanish. English is not my, uh, mother tongue or anything. So it was in the year that I was uh, starting to learn more English. I could understand more the lyrics. I could understand more, uh, his history, uh, because I always think it's easier to connect with the main language rather than translations of the, of the songs. Uh, so for me, it was just a compilation of things, just trying to find my identity, a particular song that spoke to me and, and just understanding more and more what, what Bruce could offer me and how could he help me? Like he, he gave me a reason to believe. He gave me a reason to, to find a, a bond with my family, those teenage years that you feel that you are disconnected from everything. I, I felt that bond with my family. I found that bond with myself. Um, so it was like the perfect thing to discover in the perfect time. One, we just did a song uh, competition. We had like six or eight people and Racing in the Street ended up being number one. That, yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. When you were nine and 10 and, you know, you and your sister going to like the Seeger Sessions and, and Magic, did you understand enough English to enjoy the songs or did you just, and, and I'll go off a little bit. My wife often says 
that Bruce mumbles too much for her. That when he's grum, you know, she doesn't understand the lyrics. And so what I told her to do is to think of it as an instrumental, like the Peter and the Wolf, that classic instrumental where each character has a different instrument and it tells the story without words. So I said, think of his voice as just another instrument and don't try to learn the lyrics, just enjoy the motion. And that helped her a lot. And then Wrecking Ball, when it came out, became her favorite album. There are songs on the Wrecking Ball, like Rocky Ground is she, she hopes for Rocky Ground every time there's a live show because it's one of her favorite songs. So with that long preamble, like when you were younger, were you, did you know, understand enough English to understand the songs or was it more of just an emotional? It was a pure feeling, exactly. Um, we, we didn't have like enough English knowledge to understand and some songs you really need uh, a level of English to understand them because they are, um, cinematic stories, uh, things that happen in that song. It's not just, um, easy English as, as we say here. Um, but as you say, I think you describe it perfectly. His voice is another instrument, is another thing that complements, um, the whole band, what creates the, I think it's just like pure rock and roll when you see him perform, um, like, um, how he, he connects with the audience, with the fans, even without understanding perfectly what he's saying. Of course, you have some minimum knowledge of what the songs are about, but maybe you don't understand each one of the lyrics, uh, separately when we were little. Um, but you connect with him because it's the, it's the music, the, the show that he's pulling out, what, um, what really connects you in that precise moment and, and what he allows you to, to experience there with that music, those sounds, those rhythms, uh, those emotions you really feel connected without having to understand every single one of the, of the comas. Now we laugh about how we thought we were singing the right lyrics and we actually weren't singing the right lyrics because <laughs> as you say, we were confusing the mumbling. Um, but now it's just like, <laughs> funny, funny things that we remember. Um, but it's really, um, amazing how, um, you can connect perfectly with a song without having to, under, like, you understand the feeling of the song, for example, Racing in the Street, just by listening to to it without understanding everything of the song, you get that feeling of what that song is um communicating. And when you understand perfectly all the lyrics with all the story, you, like, complete it. But you had that feeling. It has the power to really um transmit what the song is about without having to understand absolute, like, the music and the melodies really speak, um not just the lyrics. I always ask this question and I preface it with the amount of times you've seen Bruce live is not a fair barometer of how big of a fan you are, right? Because, um, you and your sister had never seen him, right? And he had already started being it, but I think I can do the math, but how many shows have you gone to? Um, the one that we'll see next week, it will be our 10th show. So now we've been to nine concerts, uh, and in this tour, we'll see a, a total of five. So for us, it will, it will be, um, by the end of this tour, 14 shows. And for our mom and dad, it will be by the end of this tour, 20 shows. Nice. So I asked this a little bit, as we say in America, tongue in cheek, um, <laughs> in between the river tour, 
And this, what did y'all do for family vacations? Did y'all just <laughs> stare at each other like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> it was it was a sad time, and the pandemic didn't help at all. It was like we don't have rules, we don't have a tour. We the pandemic is here. Like anything makes sense anymore. That's crazy. Life um, is shit, right? Yeah. Like it's just it's like yes. <laughs> We're counting. It's been seven years without seeing him. It's been a long walk. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> no, but that, that's really funny. Um, but, um, it was really cool because the last, um, the last tour in the river tour, like the second, um, we, our last show was in Zurich in end of July, 2016. And we, uh, um, took the chance to make a road trip around, um, Switzerland with a camper van after the show. We just travel around. And after that, we kind of, find it um that it was really cool to travel with a camper van. So the summers after we decided to make also road trips around Europe with with a camper van to try to like reminisce that that kind of feeling of of where we were. But as you say, it's you, you find that gap, you find it empty. Like you don't have a tour to plan. Now that we bought the tickets last June, like it's been the best year just waiting. We have the countdowns on our phones, on our calendars in the wall. It's been um hoping for a tour or like when will be the next date. Uh, that's always something that we Really keeps the spirit up, and when the tour is over and you don't have anything on, on the horizon, it's it's really hard to 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 keep along. Yeah. Um, tell me, do you have any stories you want to share from any shows? Tell me, do you have some fun stories or people you met or interesting adventures? Um, like for example, it was uh really fun in the 2016 tour, the River Tour, um, uh, in the show in Barcelona. Um, we met with uh, friends from Twitter that we just um had met online before the tour. We organ organized some meetings, some um, so some gatherings, but of course for the tour we had to to meet up, and we remember um. Well, we tried to go to Bruce's hotel. I know that that's not, uh, that's not nice because it's not cool to, to bother people, but we had to try that. We of course didn't see him. So we decided to go grab some, um, dinner. And when we left the street, uh, me and my sister, we just started screaming like, that's Kevin Buell. That's Kevin Buell. Like the, the, the guy that picks Bruce's guitar when he just like throws them in the air. Um, so it was really fun to just, um, pop up with um with Kevin on the streets um but yeah i think that um the most amazing amazing things about shows is not how you plan them because maybe you plan to go there with someone but by the end of the show um you have just met uh, amazing people that were dancing around you um you end up screaming the th- born to run lyrics at the end of the show with the stranger that you had been dancing uh for like all the show so i think that that's the, the magic that you you go to a place that, you know, it, it will be a safe space for you because everyone there will be, um, as you are, uh, you'll experience, um, the best moment and, and you never know what you, what, what will happen because maybe you go with an expectation of the, of the show and then something crazy happens. Like, for example, in, in the same tour, we went to Rome. Um, we we're wait, we had been waiting for like, 48 hours in the streets. Um, the venue was Circo Massimo. It was pure dust. Like it was, um, a really crazy arena. And me and my sister started to see some violins coming up the stage. And we're like, this is not true. This can be happening. Why are those violins here? What's going on? And we ended up being there for New City Serenade, uh, in Rome in a summer night. 
So maybe you go with some expectations and then things just um, change switch and that's the magic and, and yeah, that's the magic that you're hoping for in, in a tour, in a show, just to be carried along with what will, what will departure. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love that. And, and there is that sense of family, isn't there? I mean, you're there with your family, but it also is that the idea that I'm, I'm there with everyone I love and also all these people around me have that same love and that same passion. There is something just a little bit magical about it, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. We always, um, scream the lyrics on out in the street, like in the crowd, I feel at home yeah. because for us, it really is the feeling that you're there, you're feeling safe, you're feeling happy with everyone there. You know that you will have a connection because if everyone, if someone is there, they share something really big and really special for you. So it's just, um, a feeling of pure joy. It's, it's really, um, I don't think it can be put out in words. I, I always say to people, just go to a workshop. You'll see what I'm talking about. Just go there. You'll experience that um, togetherness feeling. Have you been following the tour and the set list? Tell me about your thoughts of, you know, I'm sure you've listened to, you know, you've seen videos, you've watched. So tell me what you think so far of the tour. I think it's been just like going like this, um, from top to top. Um, I think that, uh, of course, the street band, um, Bruce has been doing a lot of stuff in Broadway. Uh, he hasn't stopped doing anything. Of course, the guys in the band have, um, also, um, kept active and creating music and, and making like really, really cool stuff when, when they have not been on tour. But of course, yeah. I understand that after all, like so many years without them being like, playing together in a show, um, a pandemic in the middle, I think we, we cannot forget that that's something that affected us in a, in some way. And of course has affected them because they are uh, human beings as well, even though we try to picture them as, um, superheroes. Um, mm-hmm. at first I thought that, uh, shows were a little bit, I don't know what I was expecting, but, uh, when I saw videos, I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like the audience doesn't interact that much. What's going on? Uh, but then I, I realized that things have just to keep rolling to, to get better. And by the end of the tour, I think that the spirit, the vibe was amazing. The band felt really connected with the audience. I think that at least even though it has been a little bit static, um, between shows, the, the songs, um, selected for, for like to, to be played have been amazing. We're counting and me and my sister haven't heard live 10 of the songs that have been on the set list. That, that's amazing. It's, uh, I think that the quality of the song selected, it's, it's amazing for fans that don't know a lot, of, a lot of, uh, his music. They get some of the hits for fans that have been following him for a long time. They get really amazing gems and, and songs that are incredible. And I think that they are still playing the, the game. They, they connect with the audience. They make you have fun. They make you dance. Uh, I think that at least it still has that, that magic, that joy. I'm really hoping, um, I, I'm not, I don't know what will happen in Europe. Europe will be big stadiums. I don't know if it will change the, the kind of set list or, or shows that they will play. I'm really hoping that at least for the first one, they don't change the set list because I think it's amazing to have in the same show, um, the street shuffle, um, backstreets, Candy's room, 
Johnny 99, I, I think it's amazing uh, to have those uh, songs all in in the same show. Um, and and what I, we all talk to this with with my family um, and and also our friends. I think we can forget that when you love and admire a band and an artist, they are going to evolve as you are. Um, I'm not the same person I was in the last two or six years ago. They are not now. They, they have, uh, put some ages on their, on their back. Uh, but they are still pulling the game. They are still there every night with the, all the energy, all the power to make us have the best night of our lives. And I've talked to some fans. They say that the, those shows were the best nights, um, ever, that the energy was, was superb. And I think it all depends on, on what you expect from the tour. If you expect to see a 1985 tour, you're not going to experience that. Because you're going to see a 2023 Bruce Springsteen and the Street Band show, and I think that's really important to to keep in mind how the band evolves and how the fans should evolve with the band, and not just uh, require them to be what they were um, 30 years ago. I, I really love you said that. Um, there are people online and on you know Facebook and Twitter saying, "Oh, I'm tired of the set list. I wish I could see more." And, and I always bring up the fact that every tour, every show is someone's first show. So everyone has a different idea. And I don't think any of us could agree with what songs you wish they would drop and which songs they would end, right? Because it's different things. And I love the fact that you said, you know, he'll probably change things up. But for you, your hope is you get this show because it is and it is a wonderful blend of hits, classics and new stuff. And that it is just a nice blending. And I do think he is trying to tell a story. Um, you know, Craig was on the uh, podcast with me and he gave his opinion on it. And he believes just like Broadway, they were telling a story. He believes on here, they are specifically trying to tell a story. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that. I, um, I hope you get a lot of this because it was a beautiful show. I ended up seeing it three times and I was happy all three. It, it, none of it disappointed me. I was thrilled. Obviously, I saw him in Dallas, Houston, Austin. I didn't get Burning Train. I would have loved Burning Train, but I got if I was the priest. So I'm not going to complain, right? You know, yeah. I'm not going to complain. Uh, so that's great. Let's talk about, I want to get to your wish list of songs, but before that, are there albums or songs that mean a lot to you and your family that are like, for example, us, and I've told the story multiple times, so I won't retell it, but dream baby dream is mm-hmm. a song that my, my wife's son and I adore. And it is a family anthem. We will play that at times in our lives when it's really, really important. Um, with your very tight family, and with your love of Bruce, are there albums and songs that mean a lot to you guys? Uh, just to, I think we have a song, might be cliche, but Thunder Road. When that song comes on a show, it's just like 
hugging the four of us together, now five, uh, and just singing along the song, uh, sharing that feeling, feeling connected. For us, Thunder Road, it's really um, a family song. Um, and of, uh, also, we have um, a song that we really, really, really for like, that it's Better Days. Um, for this tour, we have customized some T-shirts for us with the lyrics, These Are Better Days. Because for us, um, when there's a tour coming, when we go to a show, like this, uh, feeling, it's, it's, it's what we really love. Um, and one thing that, uh, I really like is that we know which is the favorite song of each one of us. So it's like, I really hope my sister gets incident. It's her favorite song. She has it tattooed. She loves it. I really hope my mom gets drive all night. It's her favorite song. So. Uh, we always, um, we love the songs that are the favorite ones of, of the others. So that's, that's really awesome. But if I, ha- if I have to pick, um, a family song, that would be Undeniable, um, Thunder Road, the song that we would play at weddings, at funerals, at a family lunch. So that's the song that really, um, ties us together. Like whenever you are, when Thunder Road comes on, it's just like family moment. It's just uh, a moment of connection. What's your dad's song? <laughs> my dad's song's on the road he doesn't move okay. from there <laughs> okay okay that's nice so has your boyfriend picked one yet he is really 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 into spirit in the night um okay. it's one of the because i made him a spotify playlist with the essentials you have to go because i i didn't have time to uh let him go in deep of the, right. of the albums i was like i have to pick him some some essentials um and one of the first ones was spirit in the night of course because they were um classified yeah. uh by by time and he i i love it because i sometimes find him doing chords at home singing spirit in the night it's like you got the rhythm. Bruce, Bruce got you. Like now you're, you're one of us. You, you can't escape. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really nice. And he also loves a lot. Uh, take him as they come. I just like, you can wish. I don't think that will be played, but I will also yeah. hope for you to, to listen to yes. that one. So it's really cool to see how he loves and, and discovers and appreciates songs that you've been listening for 25 years. And he now listens them for the first time. And he's like, I love that one. I, I really love it. He is a very smart man. Um, I could see the conversation of, well, Margarita, I guess he's okay, but I just really don't understand it. Like, well, it was nice seeing you. And you're like, no, 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 wait a minute. That's fine from now. Okay. So my heart just um, got warm uh, because when people ask me, um, especially non-Bruce fans. Oh, what's your favorite Bruce song? I tell them Better Days and Land of Hope and Dreams are my two favorite songs. So um, you will have to send me a photo of your family wearing Better Days shirts, and I will use that when I put out the podcast. I'm planning to, so if you if you guys can get that to me, I think I'm going to put this episode out on the day of Barcelona. I think that would be great. Perfect. So if you can't get all of you, even you and your sister, just any one of you guys in the shirt, uh, that would be great. We're Um, together tonight, so we'll get that photo for you. Okay, perfect. Thank you. You know, I love that feeling. Out in the Street is my son's favorite song. And the reason why is he said, I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care how much money you make. There's not anyone in the world that on Monday morning isn't thinking about Friday night. 
right? Yeah. And so when that when the foreman calls time, I've already got Friday on my mind. Uh, and I love out in the street, especially on the current tours. And the last one is, you know, the little thing at the end. Bruce says, out in the street, Gary, and Gary sings a little line. Out yeah. in the street, Susie, and Susie sings a line. I love that give and take with them. So that's going to be exciting. What of the new stuff do you want to hear? He hasn't played anything from Western Stars yet, and I'm hoping you guys get something from Western Stars. I hope. So how about some of the other stuff? What are, what are you guys wanting to hear? Um, from the Letter to You album, uh, we're really hoping with um, If I Was a Priest, um, mm-hmm. an amazing song. Um, like the history of that song, you know, that he was, uh, it was a 70s song published now and how the band really um really pulls it out it, it's amazing we're really hoping to to hear that one of course we're thrilled to hear ghosts and scream that um, i'm alive uh in in the crowd um and and about only the strong survive um the song that we have before the tour started we had picked as a family song for that album it was night shift so it was amazing to see that he was playing in that one. Um, my boyfriend is hoping for seven rooms of gloom. Um, so let's see if, if they, if they pull someone, something new from the, from the album. Um, but yeah, we, we really love the, um, the soul rhythms. So anything from uh, only the strong survive, I think it will give us the perfect vibe for the night and about letter to you. Yeah. We're really hoping for, um, if I was a priest is the song that, 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 that we're really hoping. We're also loving, uh, how he's closing the shows with I'll see you in my dreams. We think it's a very sweet and, and romantic way to, to end the shows, to calm us down, to, to help us go home. So, um, so yeah, we're, uh, as you were saying, we're really loving, uh, how he's balancing all stuff with new stuff. Um, for example, Wrecking Ball was a really special album for us. Now it seems like a recent album, but it's like yeah, it's 11 not, years yeah, old now. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, but the fact that he's singing that song again, that song really um, bonded us together again with Bruce. So it's really awesome to see that he's like, um, that he dares to play these more recent songs that for some of, of the fans are, are really important. So we're really... Um, um, we always say that we're never going to criticize Bruce because we love him, um, in, in all the albums, all the songs. Um, sure. if we could wish for something, then we can create a playlist of live songs that he has played and just like playing them on a Sunday morning. Uh, but whenever he and the band chose to play, uh, for us, it will be perfect because we love like all the different eras, albums, and uh, I, we think that all the combinations they uh, they pull, they are perfect, as as you say. Um, and 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 we have talked about it. If we had new the set list, we would still have bought the five shows. We would not have just only bought by bought one show because the set list was the same. We would still have bought the five shows that we have bought. So, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I love that idea. I'm. Worry is the wrong word. I hope that even though it's a big arena, it's a big stadium, he still ends with I'll see you in my dreams because it is a beautiful, intimate moment. It is, it is almost a blessing that, you know, um, my, my wife was raised Catholic and we converted 
So, you know, at the mass, they, you know, they kind of do a final prayer and they go, them, the mass is ended, go, you know, and it, I, it feels like that's what Bruce is saying to us. He's saying that, you know, death is not the end and I'll see you in my dreams. It's just a beautiful way to end. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, when I saw on the, the satellites that we're following, like when I was, um, waking up at 7 a.m. every morning, the first thing I would do was just check my phone, check the satellite from the night before from the U.S. Um, yeah. and we're, we're seeing that I'll see my dreams was the song that he was choosing to, to end the shows. Um, we thought that was beautiful, um, for two reasons. Uh, we love Thunder Road. Uh, in the last tour, Thunder Road was the acoustic song that used right. to, Close the tours, uh, and now having the chance to see it with the full band, uh, I, I think it's a, a, a whole other experience. We love it acoustic, but we also love it with a band. So I think it's it's awesome to um, to have that again with with the street band. And as you my dreams, it was not the song I was uh, I thought he would choose to to close the shows, but whenever I've seen videos, it just you just um, uh, you just feel it like you feel really connected with the moment with the um, and as you say it's kind of a like a a religious experience at the end of the show that it it gives you something to 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 carry after the show i i totally agree and it is and i don't know maybe he'll get the whole band doing it in other words they'll still end with i'll see you in my dreams but do a band version so it's a little more out there, uh, which would be cool to see it with the band. Um, talk about the blog. You, that's how we found yeah. you, uh, you, so tell me a little bit about the blog. Why did you decide to start blogging? Tell my listeners where to find your blog and just share a little bit about that. Um, so the thing, um, it started as a school project. Uh, they asked us to, to do, um, for the technology class, we asked to do uh, a small web page. Um, and my friends were doing from different themes. And I was like, I love Bruce. They made me make a small web page. Let's do a Bruce web page. Um, so I decided to make uh, a Bruce blog and the course at school lasted for one month. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna leave that there that I loved creating that. I think it's, it's nice for me to, um, to reflect on that because I'm a person that loves to write things down, to reflect on them. I think it's, um, it's always nice to have something captured, like try to write down the feelings to, to, to be able always to just go back, read them and, and, and remember it. Um, so I, I created, um, the blog and then I, I decided to upgrade it a little bit more and, and I changed it again. So now the blog is called, uh, blogging in the street, uh, dot wordpress.com. Um, making a, a small, uh, twist with my favorite song. I thought it was the, the perfect match. Um, and then I share, um, my thoughts about Bruce. It can be maybe a tour, uh, or a show review that I've been to or some thoughts like for example my last post is about uh what you were asking me before Jesse like um how do you um how do you feel about the new tour and the set list so it was a small reflection about about that so i i always try to it's more something that i like to do for me because um it's always nice to to write about words like it, it's always a nice idea um so uh, my blog started as a school project and it ended up as a personal lifelong project that i hope to to carry out um 
uh, to carry on, sorry. Um, and yeah, um, I always end the the posts with the save my love lyric, let the music take us and carry us home. Um, uh, because for me, it's, it's a way to wrap what Bruce means to us. It's just the music takes us, the music takes us home and home is, uh, whatever we define it is. Maybe home is a crowd. Maybe home is lunch with our family. So that's what Bruce makes, um, means for me. Bruce means taking me home. Um, and I love to write and reflect about him, uh, in my blog. So yeah, if you want to follow along, you just, uh, can search me in bloggingindustry.wordpress.com. You can subscribe to it and, uh, you will get the new posts, um, through your mailing box or you can just, uh, check it sometimes. Uh, I don't try to put an obligation on me to publish. So I, I won't say that I have one monthly post. Uh, for example, now that it's tour era, of course, I will flood with posts and, and feelings and, and to share some things. But maybe then I'm some months that I'm more inactive. I just uh, like to read when I have something meaningful to to tell and to share uh but it's something that i wa- i don't want to to forget because sometimes life hustle uh gives you leads you to other um other paths and i always tr- like to go there and let the music take me and carry me home i i love that i love that um all right so let's let's plan on it through the five shows let's have you back on and we'll do a wrap-up okay okay and uh you can have any of your family join you if you want okay you can go solo or you can have the family join you that would be awesome yes go follow the website it you are a beautiful writer it is very clear your love for bruce and your love for the music comes through in the writing so so well done um before we get to the Mary question, anything else I should have asked you? Anything else you need to share? Um, I don't know. I think we have um covered some some really cool, really cool topics. I just um want to share to everyone that uh I think we have to um appreciate more the how lucky we are. Uh we are alive in the same time and in the same moment and Bruce Princeton and District Banner performing live. That's something really special, really um, gracious. And I always tell my friends, if you have the chance, go grab a Bruce Springsteen ticket. Try to feel that experience. And um, so, yeah, I think it's um, a feeling that it's really amazing to share that people should experience. And, um, and yeah, just let the music take us and carry us home. Just let's enjoy the shows. Let's enjoy the music. Let's enjoy how... Um, how fortunate we are to be there in that moment and let's not just focus on on the negative things and try to be all um musician critics uh let's enjoy the feeling the music and and feel grateful to be there amen amen i i love it all right if you are a member of marguerite's family or a friend of hers and you're listening to this podcast thank you she made you very proud um, I end every podcast with the Mary question. So Jay Armstrong, who is an honors English teacher who's recently retired, but when he was teaching, he would give his high school seniors a, a copy of Thunder Road. They would go through each line, discuss the lyrics, discuss the themes of Bruce's exploring, compare it to other poetry like The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. And then at the end, he would ask the class the question, does Mary get in the car? 
So, Marita, Thunder Road is y'all's song. <laughs> so, the question is, does Mary get in the car? Um, well, I think that to one, like, um, I've been thinking about it and I think that to answer that question, you have to listen to the song because like for me, when the song ends and, and Bruce says the last lyric and pulling out of here to win, um, the melody and the drums for me kind of simulate the uh, uh, car door being shut. And for me in that moment is where Mary just shuts the door, gets into the car and they drive along um and of course i've i've always tried to make things up and for me um mary is also the girl in racing in the street uh for so for me mary has had to go into the car and 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 then drive along also into the song racing in the street i i always um thought she had um even though later on came some wendy in the album uh but i thought um, mary did go into the car and and started that journey with bruce you know, I had a listener say that she gets in the car and he says, um, in racing in the street, she sits on her daddy's porch. That is the same porch she dance across. So yes, absolutely. I love this. Uh, it, don't know the name of the girl. So I think that everything just, uh, falls together. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, if someone wants to reach you, uh, tell again how to find the blog and I know you're on Twitter. Yeah. So if you want to follow me along, you can just, um, search my blog, bloggingindestreet.wordpress.com. And if not, you can just uh, follow me on Twitter. My name is Margarida Bruce. Um, and then you can also find the direct link to my blog. So, um, those are my socials. If you want to keep in touch, just Tweet me, uh, write me, and of course, we will have a, a lovely discussion about Bruce. Awesome. Very nice. All right. Hang tight uh, while I do a little business. Um, listeners, I'm always looking for feedback. And if there are multiple ways to reach the show, my email address is setlustingbruce at gmail.com. Our hotline is 469-249-2442. Many of you have been nice enough during the U.S. leg to call and leave a voicemail. Europe's going to be a little bit tougher, but you can always record something on your phone. Send it through me to the email address. You can find me on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. The show is at Set Lusting Bruce. Rating and reviewing the podcast on your favorite podcast player is always appreciated. I want to thank you, Margarita, for joining me. I it hope you had a good time. It was really fun. I really had a, a lovely good. afternoon. Thank you. And I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to change how I end my podcast from now on. And so, and that's because of you. I usually end with saying, be, be safe and be kind. And I'm going to continue to do this, but I think from now on, I'm going to end my podcast with thank you for listening. Remember to be safe, be kind. And remember, if we open up our hearts, love won't forsake us. Just let the music take us and carry us home. I think that's a beautiful way. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to borrow it. But yeah. I'm giving you credit, okay? Bruce's credit. <laughs> Bruce's credit. All right. Uh, uh, for now, goodbye, everyone. We appreciate you. Margarita, let's talk soon after the show, okay? Awesome. Let's do that. I met her on the strip three years ago. Then I come there with this dude from L.A. And I blew that come little girl away.
eyes And she cries herself to sleep at night And when I come home The house is dark She said, baby, you make it over You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright Oh, and that's alright with me You can hide with your covers and study your pain Make crosses from your lovers, throw roses in the rain Waste your summer praying in vain for a savior to rise from these streets Well now I'm no hero that's understood All the redemption I can offer girls beneath this dirty hood Thank you, that was so much fun it was really lovely. Thank you so much, Jesse, for proposing it and for having me here. It's been, it's been a really, really lovely. I, I had been looking forward to it and it's been beyond expectations. So I'm really happy to have joined you. That is great. So I will be thinking of you during the shows, especially at Barcelona. And I'm going to picture the five of you at Thunder Road, all putting your arms around each other's shoulders, <laughs> swaying. You know, uh, that's going to be lovely. I will send you some, some pictures with us with a t-shirt so you can, you can have it, use it. And of course, if we can record something on the show, um, we will redirect it to you. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, that listing Bruce. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. And keep your scanner peeled. Right. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.